BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. go we're back on the block one final time for our first show of the year austin norman eric strickland joined by jay foreman what's up jay not much man happy new year happy new year indeed jay um, don't even seem like it though it, it does man i've been watching some just a whole bunch of netflix joints man yeah you ain't got no choice just what, what, just sitting <laughs> around boy running run. <laughs> you right now wasn't it? yeah yeah I mean, it's just i've been binging like a mug just some shows oh, yeah uh, you know what i watched what you saw the Squid Game, right? Yeah. I saw the, they got the one where it's like real life. Real? Oh, you watched that? I was it good? Watch, it actually was not bad. Not bad? It was, it was, you know, obviously if you've seen a movie, you, mm. you see, but I was actually like, oh, wow, like the storylines in it, it was kind of yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, make you appreciate I, I thought, it a little bit more. I thought it was going to be corny. Yeah. You know, when I, I yep. when I said I'm going to watch it, but then I kind of got, I'm like, oh, okay, I like what they're doing. But anyway, anyway, let's get to it. Last night's games, yesterday's games, best semifinals in college football playoff history? Uh, off the top of my head, I think it's definitely they got it right. They got the four right. Mm-hmm. I still – I could probably argue with you that even though – now, I, I like Bama. I like Bama and Georgia. I love Nick Saban. Uh, Kevin Steele's there. Todd Grantham's one of my good friends. He was a defensive coordinator or defensive coach there. I, w- I could still argue that Georgia is, the, I think, the better team than Bama. Sure. Like, the, Georgia, <laughs> Georgia, but also I feel like Alabama lost that game. They just, they just, Tommy Reese is just not ready. For, he he went, <laughs> right. he's, he's not ready. Coaching at Notre Dame. That's a fact. And coaching those type of players That's and coaching fact. at Alabama is just not there. And then I think his lack of experience as a coordinator trickled down to his quarterback who has a lack of experience in himself and is different playing against a team. You got to think, Jalen Milrow has seen Alabama before with his own eyes mm-hmm. last year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though you lost, you've seen him. He'd never seen Michigan before. No. 
So it's a totally different mindset, and he didn't have anybody to lean on, and I think that's what really hurt plus the center. I, but I do think it's the most competitive, and you couldn't lose, especially if Georgia's number five. So if Georgia's in, Alabama's out, it's the same conversation. Um, I think it's the most competitive, and I think it's the best matchups they had. Now, I would have liked those two to be on the opposite end. They come in at the championship. Right, yeah. right. Because I think, I think sometimes the first game is the hardest game. Because you you know you you can see the end. It's kind of like when we when we would be playing in the Big Twelve Championship, and we know if we win, we're going to the national championship. It's kind of that, and if you're playing against a good opponent, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll talk more about that on old school, so we'll save some of that for for later. Let's get into what Strick and I were talking about a little bit. New Big Ten beat new SEC. Bama over or Michigan over Bama, mm-hmm. Washington over, over Texas. Texas. What I throw out to Strick, I want your thoughts on. Who's better positioned for the future? Was this a blip for the Big Ten? Is the SEC still king? Or is the Big Ten finally making a statement, we're here, we're coming for the crown, we're passing you? Well, it kind of depends because you, you you would think that the team that you could somewhat depend on to be able to play really good defense and keep an SEC, SEC school uh, within close proximity on the scoreboard with a freshman quarterback playing would have been Iowa. And they got blown out the, blown <laughs> out the water. Um, but then you see Northwestern, where you're like, okay, they have a month off or a few weeks off. They're playing Utah, who up until they got a rash of injuries and didn't they haven't Utahed all year. Right. You thought maybe they would be in the in the college football playoffs. Northwestern beats them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the Big Ten with the additions of Oregon, especially Washington, because I think they're built for the future as mm-hmm. well. And you see with the transfer portal. And I think UCLA is probably built a little bit better for the Big Ten than USC right now, mm-hmm. and that. But I think USC will bring that type of like Purdue factor. Yeah, you know, throw it mm-hmm. around, and and if they catch you on the wrong time, they're gonna light you up with a fifty burger. But when they go to Northwestern and it's November, <laughs> you know, they Good gonna, luck scoring twenty. Yeah, yeah, they might mm-hmm. they might just not score a point. So I think the Big Ten. The, the Big Ten additions where everybody sits right now, especially coming off a, I call it historic year by the for the old Pac-12, yeah. mm-hmm. they're in a better position to catch up. And, and that, that means, was, I mean, close the gap. And that was Strick's point, right? Looking at kind of that middle tier, if you look at USC, yeah. UCLA, Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, in that conversation, compared to, what do we say, Strick? Kentucky, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Yeah. Like the middle of the Big Ten seemed closer to taking that step than the SEC. Yeah. Even if the top five teams are, are comparable, the middle of the SEC, just both Strick and I, seems a little stronger. And I, and I think that bringing those teams in will also open up recruiting avenues as well. Because then, so say if you're not like, uh, even like for schools like Indiana. It's unbelievable. You know, like this, this always happens, Jay. Every time <laughs> great mind things here, alike. I mean, just think like, just imagine like Indiana, who they, they get Florida kids, but they don't get a lot of California kids out. Mm-hmm. That I've heard of, mm-hmm. it, or like upper, you know, Pacific West or any Arizona, they don't get a lot of kids like that. But now they have a chance if they win a few games to approach an Eric Strickland, because you know you'll have friends that'll be going mm-hmm. at Ohio State or whatever, or they're going to regular schools that you'll get to play on national TV mm-hmm. in a huge conference. Um, so I, I think that the Big Ten can gain ground uh, because the the SEC. SEC they closed their ranks because Florida State is begging. Mm-hmm. Now, now I would say that the Big Ten is more of an option for Florida State than the, than the SEC. Mm-hmm. And then, if you know, if Florida State comes, 
Oh, yeah. You know them Canes are coming. You know that. And if we get the Canes in Florida State, Ooh, two or three. Clemson's coming. Then Clemson's it's coming. Over. Then it's over. It's over. Okay. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID, and then, Strick, I want you to give your thoughts on that regionality, kind of, of the SEC. Uh, 10 seconds for station ID on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Yeah, what I was, what I was saying, Jay, I was saying – they had landlocked themselves because you get you 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 get so happy about mm-hmm. the talent pool and you think oh well what greater talent pool could we bring in and than the Texas market so we good we locked mm-hmm. and at the end of the day and we're close cat. enough to Cal we're close enough to Florida we've got we've already in Florida with Florida so we we good mm-hmm. whereas I'm thinking. I'm thinking most of these guys are all have professional aspirations. What better way to get a sniff of that? Playing everywhere. Playing everywhere. Playing everywhere. Yeah. I always laugh at and I get it. I mean, everybody would like to play in California, you know, back in the day. All, that, that's your idea, like in college, right? That's great to go out to those, those West yeah. Coast schools. But then I always like to talk to these guys that, like they say, they want to go pro. High school, but go right. Ahead. I want to say, I'll be like, I want you want to go pro. They like, yeah. Well, what what are you gonna do if you play for the Dolphins or the Texans or Dallas, and you got to go to Buffalo? You gonna tell Jerry Jones or whoever I ain't playing because it's cold? Yeah, bro. There's there's Hall of Famers that got drafted to Green Bay that got, that went places and made it in in are from Florida and all that. You got to do what you got to do. Shout out Tyrone Williams. Right. You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So you got to do what you got to do at college. Why are you going to worry about the weather? The weather does not pay the bills. And that's a bigger statement now than ever. You guys are exposed or getting exposed to NIL and business at 18 years old. So the weather, the like girls or the party scene, that's the, if you start talking about that at, at you done, you done, you, you, I know for a fact, you're not going to make, make it. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now that had now on especially the flip, if that's the focus. Yeah, if that's in your top, is that's if that's in your top five. Yeah, in there, you know, definitely one of them are going to be or two of them are going to be way too high if it's the five things. Yeah. you ain't never going to make it because what what matters most is opportunity and exposure and where you can get developed to be the best player that you can be, and that's on and off the off the field or court or whatever it may be. What's coming up on old school, Jim? Uh, we got, we're going to talk about them, break down the uh, college football playoff games, um, some bowl games. We're going to dive into the Georgia-Florida State. I, I I I think Georgia was there to make a statement, and Florida State was still uh, crying, crying wolf. And then it's a big weekend for NFL. There's some playoff games, um, winner take all. Obviously, you know me and Austin are not on. Uh, <laughs> we're on working terms, but not speaking terms outside of the out of the station strict. And I'm not definitely not talking to Jake. Um, who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you know, look, man, it's a huge game for the for the Ravens. Yeah. And sometimes and the ref is garbage. That's gonna be in the game. The crew. I was gonna talk about that too, man. All it's right. uh, at some point in time, like Steve Javi or something. You gotta just say, you know what, I messed up. Just, just it's fine because everybody see you did it. Mm-hmm. Don't say I, he told me seventy. Seventy one even seventy was at right just guard. Com- just coming in. <laughs> Yeah, stop. Yeah, I know, man. So that's what we're going to do. And then we got the, uh, I think we got the Supernovas. We got a big announcement Ooh. for DP in there by the, in the station. Oh, yeah, 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 baby. Bump big set, time. spike. 
Yeah. Yep. Old school. That's Coming all I know. On the other side. That's Tricky. all I know. There We're we back. We're rolling first show of the year. Good to see you back, my but guy. Yeah, we'll do it again tomorrow. First trick, I'm Austin. Old school comes your way in just a second.